0: what's up guys welcome back to another episode of married to reality i'm your co-host john here with my wife and co-host whenever i'm sad i read through old texts of her telling me i'll be a great dad it's the one and only Teresa. (laughs)
1: hello everyone how is everyone doing and i doubt that i ever sent you a text like that
0: no, you didn't. But wouldn't I be? will not I be?
1: I think you would.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you could tell me once in a while. Oh, you'll be. You see me with my niece. Come on.
1: True. That is true. Okay. Well, you'll be great dad possibly maybe one day.
0: Perhaps one day.
1: Perhaps one day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Ben, his version of word art is probably printing out old texts that Mahogany sent him and then he just puts it on his wall as inspiration.
1: I think Ben is basically me- mentally, he's like 15, because I almost skip. I almost feel like he skipped that whole part as he was saying he was in the cold and mm. then arranged marriage basically through the church. And he never had this love connection. He never experienced the crazy thing teenagers do and mm-hmm. how you meet your person, maybe, you know, 20s, 30s, right? All of a sudden he's 50. And he made mahogany. So now he does crazy things like asking her if he's her boyfriend. Who does that?
0: Are you talking about Ben are you talking about Michael Jackson? Because that sounds a lot like a defense for Michael Jackson. Oh, he never had his childhood. That's why he likes to play with children. That's why he's. Well,
1: at least Ben is playing with an adult. Barely. Well, yeah, but still, she it is gets over younger. 18. So. It gets younger
0: every episode. I was surprised this episode we didn't find out she was 18.
1: But if she was 18. It's still legal. Yeah. That's the thing. It's gross. I don't think it's gross just because his kids are in his 20s and he treats her strangely. Yeah. I think that's the grossest part. But, uh, yeah, it's legal. So. It's all legal. Hey, yeah.
0: Who are we to cast judgment? Well, fun
1: fact. Remember Michael and Michael from Connecticut. And oh, Juliana. Juliana, right? There was a big age difference, but it didn't bother me.
0: Well, she wasn't 22.
1: No, she was 25-ish. Yeah, I think
0: that you get to a certain age where once you're 25 plus.
1: Yes, but it was also the way he treated her.
0: It was a more mature relationship.
1: Yeah, I think Ben is just creepy. And well, this, that's that's why I say, like, Ugh, it's gross. It's because, like, he makes it gross. This
0: whole relationship is creepy and strange for more than just the age reason oh yeah for Every, sure everything about it makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up
1: yeah oh it's so cringy
0: <laughs> so interesting but i love it it's one of oh, my I love it too. favorite segments now on this season just because of how bonkers it is Mm-hmm. whether it's real fake scripted not it's just i'm um, Constantly waiting for what's about to happen next.
1: I almost feel like it's real at least in Ben's head.
0: That's a good point. Because
1: I would think that even even if it's if she's fake or she hired fake parents, right? I still think that he's into it. Like he is there for love.
0: Yeah, and we did get to the bottom of that Airbnb, That's Mr. Right. Well, we didn't get to the bottom of it. Our one of our friend did. one of our friends, Sue. Shout out to Sue reached out to us with the Airbnb listing.
1: And it even has the bunk beds.
0: Yeah. So any of us, we could be like Ben or Mahogany and we could go rent that Airbnb and live that 90-day life. Mm -hmm. A little 90-day tour.
1: So do you think it was scripted or did she actually say, hey, this is my apartment and Ben just figured out that it's not? Because I almost feel like if it was scripted, he wouldn't even go there. he was like, oh, wow, like you didn't tell me you live by yourself. This is great. Yeah. Just the fact that he started, like, picking up on things like, "Uh, why does she have two bunk beds? Where do the parents live? This is, why is there a surfboard? Like, this is not hers.
0: I don't see the reason to script that because nothing. Yeah, exactly. At least as of now, nothing's come from that other than Ben being like, that's a little suspicious, but I'm still going to hang out with her tomorrow. Yeah.
1: But he knew. He's like, ah, uh, there was a tourist pamphlet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah.
1: He knew. <laughs>
0: yeah. There was just a binder full of great restaurants in yeah, the area. Yeah, a classic Airbnb. A couple tourist attractions. Yeah. yeah. There was some phone number to call in case of an emergency. It wasn't mahogany. It made no sense. But, yeah, I don't see that being scripted because... Nothing unfolded from there.
1: Yeah, that's true. If
0: it was scripted, it'd be like, well, we need this plot point to get to this plot point.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. I think it was it. I think Mahogany thought she's being smart (laughs) while she probably should have brought some personal stuff over just to make it look normal. Yeah. I don't think she thought that he's going to pick up on all this.
0: No. And kudos to Ben because I didn't think he was going to either.
1: (laughs) That's so true.
0: We'll get into all of it, guys. Before we do, a couple things. We got to do it. We got to ask. Please follow us on Instagram at MarriedToRealityPod. Good times over there. As always, just dropped a fresh meme. You are messaging us. You're giving us the deets on the Airbnbs. Yeah. Everything's happening on Instagram at MarriedToRealityPod. It's the place to be. So be there if you're not. All are welcome. We love it. And we want to see more of you over there. So come on over.
1: Come on over, guys.
0: Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. Right now, just look down and smash that follow button.
1: Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the dunes because that looked Ooh. awesome.
0: That looked so fun, except for the fact that they weren't driving.
1: I was literally going to say it's that. It's like
0: Dune. It's like Duber. It's like Dune Uber. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But the dinner in the desert, I was like, wow, like, I would freaking love that. <laughs> yeah,
0: but let me drive. Let me.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's
0: Ben's always like, Jesus, take the wheel. And so this guy, whatever, Jesus, <laughs> whatever his name was, take the wheel. Let me drive. That's what I'm there for. Right. He clearly likes yeah, to take risks. Yeah, I was risks. literally
1: thinking this thing. I was like, I would love to drive. Why aren't they driving? We almost
0: did in Vegas, but then we didn't want to put the helmets on. Yeah, it
1: was during COVID. It was when COVID was starting, yeah. and we just didn't know how you can get it. So we just stayed away from literally everything. Wouldn't
0: that be ironic? You're putting on a helmet to be safe, yeah. but then you get COVID yeah. from the helmet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I almost feel like as long as they wipe the helmet, yeah. that you cannot get COVID from it. But as I'm saying, it was in March of 2020. We don't know anything. It just started, and people are basically... Didn't even want to be close to each other, just in case you you would touch someone, mm-hmm. right? Like you might get it by touch. Who knows? So we were just like absolutely fucking not.
0: But we almost did it. We almost yeah. We would have. We should do it next time. I'm driven. sure it'll be fun. Yeah. Okay. Last but not least, after you're following the Instagram, you're following the podcast. If you could leave us a review, it makes a huge difference in this podcast. That helps the rankings. It helps people find out about the pod, and it makes our day.
1: One hundred percent. And guys. In case you don't know, we cover other shows, right? We sure do. We just added a new one, Below Deck. It's on Bravo. It's a shit show. So, guys, check it out. It's
0: a ship show. It's a ship show, as John
1: loves to say. (laughs) You've heard that joke before. Guys, if you want to hear a lot of boat puns, listen to the pod.
0: Well, that's what, to me, that's what boating is all about. You buy the boat so that you can come up with a great aquatic pun and put it on the back and. We threw out a couple on the last episode and we're asking you guys, what's your boat name? What's your boat pun? Mm-hmm. Leave it in the reviews. You can do it on this podcast too. Just what would you yeah, name your boat? Yeah, let us
1: know because that's definitely something that's entertaining to us. We would love to hear it. We have some great ideas for a boat name that we probably <laughs> will never buy. But hey, who knows?
0: We'll be, we'll be prepared in case we'll we be prepared come into a boat. We didn't get a boat name, but we did get a review. That I would love to read.
1: Okay, I'm always down for those.
0: This one comes to us from our friend Fangirl47.
1: Love it. Hello. I
0: I am a fanboy of this review. It is a fantastic review. Five stars titled Fantastic Podcast.
1: Love it already. One of my
0: favorite words. Check out this review. Reality Gaze, Cray Cray, and Pink Shade have always been my go-to podcast for 90 Day and other various trash TV shows. After John and Teresa were introduced to me through the Pink Shade podcast, I've become a loyal listener and a big fan. Shout out to Pink Shade. Shout out to Aaron and Mary Payne. Love that podcast as well. Okay, that was not in the review. That was my personal review. (laughs) But yeah, totally. Uh,
1: Shout out to Mary Payne.
0: um, Their insights are unique as they are also an international couple. Guilty.
2: Hello. (laughs) I love their banter and
0: really how sweet and kind they are to each other. Well, you should hear us off the mic, fangirl. Okay. Um... (laughs) I enjoy listening to all their shows. Lots of fun. Five stars. Love it.
1: What a review.
0: Thank you. Thank you so
1: much. I love to hear that you found us through another podcast because collaboration is always great. Mm -hmm. We had so much fun doing that. Yeah. So that's awesome. Love to hear. Thanks for an awesome review. We are sweet to each other. Sometimes we (laughs) joke a little too much.
0: What does that mean?
1: We have some funny name for each other, but it's all uh, well, we love and it. fun. Yeah, we, we
0: call each other hoe bag and stuff, but it's, <laughs> it's all in good fun. But
1: it's, yeah, it's it's like a joke.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Shout out to all those podcasts. We love them. We love collabing. If there's other podcasts out there that you want us to collab with, let us know. There's Yeah,
1: let us know. Let them know. Let
0: them know. Spread the love.
1: Yeah, we love it.
0: Okay. All right. Before we get into this episode, because there's a lot to talk about, how about a couple quick 90 day, by the ways? Let's do it. All right. Number one mark your calendars, folks, because ninety day Diaries is back It's coming back for a third season premiering monday march twenty first
1: okay okay we love
0: ninety day Diaries we right? Do. This is stripped down screw the producers, screw the lights and sound men this is just self-filming at its finest.
1: I'm surprised it's coming back because I thought it was such a great addition to the pandemic, right? Because when the pandemic hit, we didn't know. No one was going anywhere. No one was filming anything. So this was a great idea. However, now when things are getting back to normal, we have all the shows are filming. Everything's, you know, kind of pretty much back to normal. I'm surprised they're still bringing this back. Well, let
0: me tell you why. And I have no grounds to know that this is the reason why. But it's cheap. It doesn't require much true. more than a cell phone. And everyone's going to watch it.
1: That's very true.
0: So why not tell people to sell film? It's a great idea. I love it. It, it brings me back to original 90 Day when it's less producer driven. right yeah. Write plots and twists. And it's just what's going on in your life. Yeah. And this season looks Good.
1: Who's on it? You want to hear who's on it? Yeah.
0: Let me name a few because there is a ton. This is a stacked lineup. Can I guess? You guess.
1: Okay. I'm going to go for Libby and Andre.
0: That's it. That's number one that I wrote down.
1: What? Yeah.
0: Keep going. All right. You're out when you get a wrong one. Okay. Okay? So go until you're wrong.
1: But I can't see it.
0: (laughs) You're out. I don't think so. At least I didn't <laughs> I didn't see him in the promo. Okay. So let me you want to take one more step. Okay,
1: one more step. Two strikes in okay, One out. more step.
0: That's how baseball's played, right?
1: Okay. Um. <laughs>
0: just think about your favorites, because that's why I'm excited about this, because it's all of our favorites.
1: Darcy and Stacey? They're
0: not, what do you how would you you're so out. Okay, moving uh. <laughs> on. Jovi and Yara. Okay. Uh, Brandon and Julia.
1: Okay, I forgot about them.
0: Anna and Marcel.
1: Okay. The beekeepers. The, the beekeepers.
0: <laughs> Steven and Olga. <laughs>
1: who's? Oh. You know
0: Steven yeah. and Olga. Yeah. Okay. Tom from Darcy and Tom. So half point. Okay. Uh, Mike and mother Trish.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Ellie and Victor.
1: Ellie and Victor. <laughs>
0: Kenny and Armando. Wait, wait. Who's Ellie, oh, Ellie and Victor? From the last season of Before 90. Ellie and
1: Victor.
0: Providencia. Pizza colada.
1: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we watched so much trash TV that um, I don't even know. Come on. I don't even know the names.
0: Um, and, and more. Okay. But those are the ones I chatted down. I don't think Rick Beckins okay. yet, but I could be wrong. I'm probably I wrong. could
1: see them being on.
0: Yeah. So let me give you a couple of the storylines that are coming because they look wild. Okay. Okay. And this is not a spoiler. These were in the trailer. So you can see for yourself. Tom proposes to his Darcy wannabe Mariah. Oh wow! (laughs) That was my reaction.
1: I almost like Tom loves plastic surgeries.
0: Not on himself. No. On his lady friends.
1: Like he looks decent. I I think he is a good looking dude. He settled down over there. But he's tasting ladies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't you? You know.
1: I I was just gonna add. I believe, uh, like Darcy, this ladies probably would look awesome without all the right. plastic surgeries yeah, right yeah, we, we like people natural. Never know. yeah i'm natural all for beauty. the natural oh like listen like do a little touch-ups sure botox like lift something i'm totally down like i'm gonna lift something for sure eventually <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the only but, reason i think we get on this rant is because we want people to stop botching themselves. And
1: again, like a few improvements, sure. But I feel like some people go so far and I believe they looked much better before. Well, people have body dysmorphia and so they just
0: need to be told, you're beautiful. Like, stop before you, right? And I think Tom is into
1: it. Tom is like, give me more. Bigger lips, yes. If
0: it's not broke, don't fix it.
1: That's, that's very nice.
0: Okay. Uh, (laughs) So Tom's going to propose Anna and Marcel are having a baby.
1: Yeah. Like. Okay, you Does he speaking in English finally? We'll
0: find out. He'll probably learn with along with the baby.
1: What was like that thing that he kept saying in Turkish? Ah. You, you know what I'm saying, yeah, right? Yeah, and
0: I think we looked it up once on in like the tro- Something like truckshi Yeah, mm, I'm not gonna look it yeah. up again. We did it once. Nah. The result was not worth. no nah. The Google. So They're having a baby. Stephen and Olga moving to New York City. Not the best they time to be. They broke
1: up at some point. Not
0: the best time to be moving to I New York City. I think they're back
1: together. Yeah.
0: I would say so. Yeah. A um, couple sad segments. A couple sadness, the segments. Okay. Coming on this season of 90 Day Diaries. Jovi and Yara dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. Okay. That we all saw hit mm-hmm, New mm-hmm. Orleans. And then maybe the saddest of all, and it's been getting a lot of traction on social media, Chuck revealed he's battling cancer. Chuck? You're Chuck.
1: Oh. Chuck
0: dollar signs. He's been battling it for the last few years. So.
1: What cancer?
0: He didn't say. Not in this mm, preview. That's sad. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, hoping for the best with Chuck.
1: Oh, always. We've, we've
0: come to love Chuck.
1: Yeah. You always loved
0: Chuck. Yeah, I find
1: him. I think in the past seasons, he was good. And again, I know you guys always message us like, oh, but he did this and that. We read about it. We cover what's in the pot. If no, he's good on, on the, the pod, on the show, I'm <laughs> sorry. If he's being an awesome person on the show, he's an awesome person to me. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> that's, that's what's coming Monday, March 21st. Check it out. 90 Day Diary season three. You know we're going to watch it. Whether we talk about it on the pod, that's to be determined. But we're going to watch it for sure.
1: Yeah. I don't think we're going to go and cover it, but we might mention it here and I there.
0: talk about yeah. it. Might become some by the ways. Oh, for sure. All right. By the way, number two. Are you ready? I am. Okay, by the way, did you know Drew Barrymore had a talk show?
1: Mm, I did not, but I do like Drew Barrymore. You do? Yeah, since uh. she was on E.T.
0: Mm, wedding singer. That's yeah, oh, good.
1: she's great. Her and what's our favorite?
0: Jennifer Aniston.
1: No? Well, I uh, love J- Jennifer Aniston. I'm just Aniston. thinking
0: of other like Adam Sandler movies.
1: Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad with names today, guys. I'm sorry. But yeah, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler and then Adam and Jennifer...
0: It's a, a yeah romantic comedy at its finest. Yeah. Anyway, she's got a talk show now, and she had a couple surprise guests pop in last week for a quick chat. You mentioned them earlier, and you were wrong. You would be right if you mentioned them now.
1: Darcy and Stacy and Stacy
0: popped what? in for a Drew Barrymore chit
1: chat.
0: They were on for about five minutes, and here's about the only thing they said. I don't even want to say it. Okay. Because we don't do spoilers here, but I'm confused. Darcy dropped a big bomb about her and Georgie's relationship. Okay. I don't want to say it because shouldn't we be watching the tell-all for this information? Yes. They came on the day of the tell-all. They were on Drew Barrymore. So last okay Monday, Monday mm-hmm. last Monday, and they annou- and Darcy announced her relationship status. Ah. And I was like, tune into the tell-all. It's like, why? Why would we if you're telling yeah. us this? And okay, not, let's,
1: not, let's not spoil it for our friends.
0: Well, it could go either way. It could go either way. Okay. Whether, whether they're together or they're not together. I told you my hypothesis on the tell-all pod is that Georgie wasn't even in New York, and they feigned that whole showing up to the hotel, knocking. Because they didn't show him. They didn't play his voice.
1: Yeah. However, well, he was on, on the phone.
0: Oh, yeah, but you could be on the phone from Kalamazoo.
1: I mean, very true.
0: So, how I don't you know.
1: Th- how did you just think of Kalamazoo? I don't know.
0: I was going <laughs> to go, so Europe. Random. And went it's the so other random. way.
1: But yeah, well, yes. But also, we just came back from Miami. We had a yep. little getaway. Shout
0: out to the why. Can I just ask this on the pod and call in if you know sure. the answers? I was going to ask you this, but I figured you didn't know. Why is Miami the magic city? I feel like if any city is the magic city, it would be Vegas. They have a lot of magicians and magic shows there. Mm -hmm. And then on top of it, okay, you want to go Florida cities? Orlando has the Orlando Magic basketball team. So how does Orlando have the Orlando Magic, but Miami's the magic city? So many Mm -hmm. questions. But I digress. You take it away.
1: Well, I'll just say we just went to Miami for a few days. It's our birthday. And so we just did some fun shows, nice dinners. We were drinking 24-7. Fun, fun, fun. But we saw on social media that... Georgie and Borian, yes, were in Miami, and yeah. so was Stacy and Darcy. They didn't
0: post photos together, but at separate times they yeah. posted that they were at different medical spas yeah. and tagged yes. Miami and mm-hmm. whatnot. But yeah, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. They could be together. They might be not. Who knows?
1: So, but my theory is if Borian and Georgie are together in Miami. I don't think Georgie would just go to Miami to hang out with Borian if he wasn't with Darcy. So who knows? Know. But guys, we went to this awesome brunch place, very Darcy and Stacy vibe. Oh, yeah. Instead of eating, we are just like people watching, just like looking if they could possibly walk in because we could totally see them there.
0: Yeah. Right? I forget what it was called.
1: Yeah, but it was so cool. I it was we could really shout cool. It out. I know.
0: Right on Collins Ave.
1: Yeah, South Beach. But yes, that was the place we would expect the sisters. Yes. So our eyes were just like all over the place.
0: No celeb sightings, unfortunately, <laughs> but yeah, we tried. Okay. Are you ready to get into this show? Let's do it. Sunday night or Sunday morning, depending if you watch on Discovery Plus. 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Okay. Let's start with Gino and Jasmine. Yes. We're in
1: the cab, which is we picked. Picked up where we left off, basically. They're on the way to meet Jasmine's mom and sister.
0: Yeah. I thought you were going to continue.
1: Well, I was just going to say, and we're going to meet them in a little bit. I did not expect what we got to see.
0: This house, you mean?
1: The house. This how, neighborhood? The, the house, how young the mom and the sister were. Because yeah. Jasmine is in her mid-30s, right? You are in your mid-30s. I have a lot of friends. I mean, I'm in my early 30s. I think our parents are older. Your sister, more or less, you know, our age. Mm-hmm. But Jasmine's everything. Everyone's very young.
0: We don't know how old her mom is.
1: Well, we do.
0: It's at her age?
1: No, but Gino said the mom is more or less oh. one or two years older. You think G- he knows? I think he knows.
0: Yeah. Here's what I was struck by is, yes, Their living situation, the nice house, the nice neighborhood. It doesn't seem like Jasmine's using Gino for money. It doesn't seem like Jasmine's in this bad situation that she's trying to escape like we've seen others like Rose or other cast Mm -hmm. members try to get out of by dating the interesting men.
1: Well, my thing is that why is she trying to leave to the U.S. living in Gino's whatever house, he's still unemployed. Let's not forget about that. When she could always stay with her mom and sister. And that's not even the most important part. She has two kids.
0: Right. What are you going to do? That's an interesting That's an interesting thing that mom didn't bring up mm-hmm. at all.
1: Yeah. And it's not like she has full custody so she could move the kids to the U.S. She doesn't.
0: Right. Well, maybe So what
1: are you going to do? Are you going to be flying the kid over every other week?
0: Maybe that's the answer is that whoever the kid's with right now, that's who they're gonna stay with because I was surprised mom didn't ask that. She asked, Oh, what? You're okay moving to another country? But I she know. didn't say, What about your kids?
1: No. So let's get that out. We yeah. arrived to the house.
0: The tension is thick. The issue here is that Gino may have to take his hat off to say grace.
1: I would slap him and take the hat off, be like, dude, in one you have fell swoop. To- Literally.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, how old are you? Like five?
0: I know. That's his thing. Some people, they die on that hill. That is their sword to die this is his But this sword. is so dumb. It's so dumb, but some people have these crazy, it's the same thing with people who go too far with plastic surgery. They have these misinformed ideas of what they look like. And so, oh, I need this, I need that. He has this misinformed idea of what he looks like without a hat on.
1: Like someone needs to tell him the truth.
0: I think social media is telling him the truth. And so maybe this is good for him. Maybe this has been eye-opening for him. But okay, they get to the house. Gino and Jasmine walk in. They meet mother Cecilia and sister Liz, who both just stare at Gino like he's an animal at a petting zoo.
1: I don't think they were thrilled, especially because mom knows about the age difference, right? And I think that's a big deal. Plus, Geno's from America. Mm. Jasmine would probably want to leave. I think she's just looking at him like, okay, you are an older dude, still single, childless, trying to take my baby girl to the U.S. Why?
0: Yeah, but again, I could get it if they walked into this house and it was like Rose's
1: Yeah, apartment
0: where there's not running water. You're dumping buckets of water on yourself to bathe. I have to imagine there's some level of love here that she's actually interested in pursuing.
1: Yeah. Like, Gino should probably move to Panama because that's a way better living <laughs> situation than he has.
0: And Yeah, she's got a job. She's going to be the one providing for him mm-hmm. any minute. That's not a bad idea. So Liz says he's nice. Cecilia, Mother Cecilia, is a little more suspicious because of the age difference. But Jasmine's quick to say, yeah, mom. He's older than me, but he loves me and he's kind to me.
1: Because he's probably the only one who can deal with her crazy.
0: Yeah. And I think that's telling. Oh, he's kind to me. Maybe she deals with a lot of people who treat her like a piece of meat, although we've seen him do that. Mm -hmm. But maybe she's just so over the men that she's dealt with. That Here comes a nice guy who's willing to evidence and report her and... I'm going to stick with this because he's doing what I want. No other guy's going to do what I want. He will. Yeah, because it's
1: crazy. Right. That's great. Like, evidence and report. Oh, Gino. (laughs) Oh, Gino.
0: So, they sit down to eat and Jasmine goes, Gino, I'm going to tell my mom about your hat. (laughs) And she said it like, Gino, I got to tell my mom you used to be in the clan." Like. (laughs) It's a hat, not a hood, Jasmine. The way she said it, the way she said it was like, you know, I have to tell my mom about your past.
1: Because it's disrespectful. Like (laughs) my family is not religious, right? We don't pray. We don't do any of it. However, I would make you take a hat off at the dinner table. Of course. Because it's disrespectful.
0: But I wouldn't even tell Gino, hey, I'm going to tell my mom. I would just be like, hey, mom, Gino won't take his hat off. Deal with it. That's how he is. The way she was like, I got to tell my mom about this, it it cracked me up.
1: Yes. But at the same time, I almost like that she was trying to show him how stupid this is, that she has to go and tell the mom because the mom would probably be like, hey, we're about to pray. Yeah. Please take off your hat.
0: Yeah. Cecilia wasn't one way or the other. She's just kind of like, I don't know. Jasmine. I think she
1: just didn't like this at all. But she was like, you know what? Like, what ifs?
0: He needs to convert to Judaism. And I say this as a fellow Jew. You rock a yarmulke all the time. That's very true, all the time. It's funny because in some religions, you cover your head as a sign of respect. Mm -hmm. And in others, you remove. And you could
1: get one of those big yarmulkes that are basically like heads.
0: It's like a bowl on your head.
1: Yeah, it's like a huge yarmulke. We've seen it before.
0: (laughs) I've worn one before.
1: They're huge. They would cover all his Mm baldness.
0: Maybe think about that. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Sister Liz looks very uncomfortable and... Rightfully so. I mean, she's probably just like, what is what is even happening? Gino
1: is so awkward. He is (laughs) so awkward. Like, dude, you're probably the oldest person at the table made up. They all should respect you.
0: So, okay, they say their prayer and they taste the food. Gino gives it one thumbs up. He's like, Muchos, bueno. Then he gets corrected for his Mm -hmm. poor Spanish. But then he turns the conversation.
1: And it was so awkward. He basically awkwardly asks if Jasmine had a lot of boyfriends. What question is that? Is that what you want to ask your potential mother-in-law?
0: Yeah. I mean, first of all, ask Jasmine. Jasmine, yeah. And I always say, if you don't believe her, then don't be with her because trust is the most important thing. So mm-hmm. to ask Mom, while Jasmine's sitting there, it's not like Jasmine's off at work and you're trying to come up with conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did Jasmine have a lot of boyfriends? Girl, but like he's she- so nervous
1: asking. Meanwhile, mom doesn't understand him. Right. So he can literally ask like, oh, so did Justin have a lot of boyfriends? I'm just curious. With like a normal voice, Jasmine has to translate it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, he's like, she's so pretty. I would think she had a lot of boys chasing her. And... Cecilia says, well, I had the power over her growing up, so I wouldn't allow her to date, which I'm sure she's regretting now because mm-hmm. Jasmine could be married to her high school sweetheart right now instead of dating this hat wearing high-pitched laughing creeper.
1: I think Cecilia knows that Jasmine is a little crazy when it comes to men. Yeah,
0: maybe. I mean, she must know. I, but again, I don't know that Cecilia saw Jasmine dating a lot. She got married, right? She had children. She's been out of the house. If she didn't date a lot in high school, you're not. I don't think you're not showing. I mean, he off.
1: dates a lot in high school? I had one boyfriend. Some people do, or two maybe. So oh,
0: you, come down, you hussy! I know, I know. So, some people <laughs> do, but once you're in, once you're in college or out of college, you're not bringing home or talking to your parents. At least I wasn't talking about. Every single date I went on.
1: No, me neither.
0: So I don't. I don't know what mom thinks of Jasmine's crazy dating life.
1: Mm, that's a good point.
0: So they finish eating. They go and sit down to look through some old photos of Jasmine.
1: And Gino's laugh comes out again. I always well, forget. Cool
0: pictures, man. <laughs>
1: I always forget about his laugh because, like, the past couple of episodes, they were just fighting, so he didn't laugh a lot. Right. There was more, like, a yelling and him being awkward, but... These are classics.
0: Ah, my, mine are black and white. I can't believe you got color photos. Oh, you're so much younger than me.
1: He's like, you can, looking at this photo of... Jasmine when she was like 10, he's like, mm, beautiful. You like, can yeah, you can like see he's ew. somewhat
0: visibly getting turned on by these photos because he <laughs> like starts shaking his foot, which is definitely a sign of sexual tension. He starts shaking How do it. you know? Because my dad's a psychologist. We've all we've I'll be watching you admitted this now. And <laughs> I used to shake my foot a lot at the dinner table. And my dad's like, Oh, you um some sexual tension there, Jonathan? And I was like, geez, dad, I'm eating. What? Oh, yeah.
1: What turns you on? The pizza?
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> actually. <laughs> you know my love language. So, yeah, he's shaking his foot and he goes, Okay, I love Jasmine and I wanted to get your blessing before I propose to Jasmine. Except Jasmine has to translate this I know. to Cecilia, which is like being proposed to before you're being proposed to.
1: Dude, just download the app that everyone has on the freaking show. Say it into the app, and then have Cecilia tell you what she thinks into the app.
0: Right, but do it in private. Yeah, of course. Be like, oh, I love to talk to your mom in private, or I want to, you know, do something for her. Mm -hmm. Because maybe Jasmine knows, but he went on the ring shopping spree by himself. Yeah, I don't think she
1: knows because if she knew, she would probably want to pick a ring.
0: Right. So that kind of just ruins the surprise for me. I couldn't believe he did it right then and there.
1: Because I don't think he thinks. I think his head just being squished by all the hats. He needs some air because he clearly isn't getting enough. Because some of his decisions are just not the best. Like the decision to ask permission to marry Jasmine through Jasmine. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it's a way to to take her temperature on it. Like I'm not asking that. And then if she says that, maybe it's a way for him to know. Oh, she's not that into it.
1: It's like a waitress in Miami who has my birthday this mm. week. Woohoo! And instead of them surprise me with the keg and the candles as Joan John, so John prepared, she came to our table looking at me saying like. Is it your birthday? It's, it's your birthday, right?
0: Yeah. Because I had told them ahead of time. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's my wife's birthday. Love some dessert. And so we finished up. They're like, you want anything else? And we were like, yeah, maybe we'll look at the dessert menu. Yeah. And the waitress was like, it's your birthday, right? I'm like, <laughs> ah. And then cut to 10 minutes later. It's like, happy, happy birthday. Happy. We were at Chuck E. Cheese, clearly. But <laughs> yeah, like, you blew the surprise, lady. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the dessert was delicious.
1: Do you have the video of me blowing the candle? Yeah. Good.
0: What? I'll send it to you later. Oh,
1: no. I don't want to post it. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just checking.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Jasmine translates it. And Cecilia just says, so you want to go to another country? And Jasmine says, yeah, he's a serious man. He's committed. And all these answers, they lead me to believe she's tried dating in her hometown mm-hmm. or in her city. And the guys weren't up to her standard.
1: Not even that. I think she tried dating all over the place, but show me a guy who can be such, I don't know the English word. On a leash. Yes. In Czech, we call them, we would say potpantoflag, which means like.
0: You watch your mouth.
1: It's like the person's like under your foot. You can literally like squeeze them. with Your foot. Okay. Yeah. Pussy. Yeah. Yeah. And. I don't think you can really find people like that.
0: No. And that's what I'm saying. I think she found this. And so maybe she's not the most attracted to him Mm -hmm. physically, but she's attracted to the control she has over him.
1: Oh, yeah. Which is a lot of control.
0: Oh, yeah. The fact
1: that he has to report. Get out of
0: here. Yeah. So (laughs) uh, Cecilia, rightfully so, says, well, it's your decision. I'm nervous if you go to the States. It's a different world. What if it doesn't work out? But you're happy. I want you to be happy. So Cecilia's like, look, looks like you already made up your mind. Tells Gino, take care of my little girl.
1: Yeah. And all I wrote down is like, get a job, Gino.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, what, take are, a, what
1: are you doing?
0: Take a step towards showing that you can be an equal partner in this relationship and I don't know. Maybe that's wrong to say because he is clearly financing a lot of it already. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe he's trying to just play it out until retirement kicks in. His four hundred one k can pay out without being know. taxed heavily.
1: But yeah, he needs a job for so many reasons. A, he just needs a job. It's it's good to have a job. Something to do. Something to do to get the money because a, the whole visa and green card process is expensive. Oh yeah. B. He'll need to redecorate his house when Jasmine comes.
0: No, she'll take care of that.
1: Well, yeah, but she's not going to pay for it. That's what I meant.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And just to take care of this queen that you want to bring over. She's a health nut.
0: Do you know how expensive health food is in the States? She's not going to eat hungry men three Mm -hmm. times a day. Oh, that is true. Right? She's going to be going to Whole Foods, vegan. He might need two jobs. He might need to go from Mm -hmm. zero jobs to two jobs.
1: Yeah, for sure. So he should get on the job hunting train mm-hmm. ASAP.
0: Okay. New Day, Gino and Jasmine are dancing merengue on the balcony. Let me say, Jasmine's dancing merengue on the balcony of the hotel. Gino is dancing like a five year old who has to pee.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jasmine was like, You dance like you have a stick up your ass, I believe she was going to say. What'd she say? She didn't say anything, they just uh- laughed it off. <laughs> But yeah, and then she looks at the camera. She's like, "Gino is the worst dancer ever," but I love it.
0: And that's how I feel about you singing karaoke.
1: I was, I was getting slightly better because I can dance. I practice every night. No,
0: you're a better dancer. You have new (laughs) every time we go dancing, whether it's in our living room or at a bar or club. T. whips out a new move, and I'm like. (laughs) Where did that move come from? Who have you been dancing with? Because you didn't have that move last time you were with me. And then she tells me when I brush my teeth, I dance. I, yeah. I practice new moves. I do. I really do. I appreciate your effort. But <laughs> this this just made me think of your karaoke and my appreciation for your karaoke because you're not the greatest singer.
1: No, but I'm not the worst.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, you're somewhere in between Adele and... I don't know. Who's a terrible singer? <laughs> I shouldn't have said terrible <laughs> singer. You're
1: you, pretty- should, you should have said Adele. Let's start with that. Yeah. Because but, I'm very far from Adele.
0: But you love it. You I love, love it so much. You love grabbing the mic and it's A++ for effort. And you're not embarrassed. You get up there. You own it. You have a good time. Karaoke is designed so that people have a good time.
1: Oh, for sure. You know,
0: and and that's what Gina was showing here. He was dancing like no one was watching, even though the entire world was watching. (laughs) And you got to give the guy some credit for that. Oh, yeah. Especially when Jasmine can dance. It's intimidating Mm -hmm. to dance. Like when you sing with me, you're probably intimidated because I'm a a really, really good singer.
1: Am I? I would not call it intimidated, but (laughs) I I do appreciate when sometimes... I struggle with the song. No, you're not.
0: I'm not a really good... I'm like an average singer, I would say. I'm an average bar singer. You always
1: help me. Yeah. You always save me at the bar when people are like, what the fuck is she doing? And John always grabs the second mic and sings with me.
0: Yes. With our powers combined, it is average at best.
1: Yeah. I definitely killed the bar several times before with Mm. my songs.
0: The (laughs) biggest compliment I've ever gotten in my life was us in a karaoke bar in New York when I did a song, I think I did Wonderwall.
1: Was it my friend's birthday? It no, was. no, 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 no. Oh. It, was, it
0: was one on McDougal. Just the two of us went. Or no, oh, no, St. Mark's on St. Mark's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just the two of us went, did a song, finished. And then one of the guys comes up to me, just like a bro at the bar. He's like, hey, man. He's like, do you work here? Do you run the karaoke here? And I was like, no. But are you <laughs> saying I'm good enough to be a karaoke host? Because thank you. That was the highlight oh, of my yeah. life. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Gino has a week left in Panama. He wants to propose to Jasmine, we know, but it's a big step and he's aware of that. So he wants to FaceTime, hey, Tony, he wants to FaceTime his brother, Tony, <laughs> to get some insight.
1: Tony loves America. There was a flag behind him.
0: An American flag? Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He got to he got a showcase.
0: Yeah. You got to remind yourself <laughs> <of> what country <laughs> you're in. You don't want to forget, right?
1: It's hard to forget.
0: It's hard to forget. It's a beautiful country. You got it. You want to Oh,
1: so I, I live here.
0: I know. Be proud.
1: Shout out to America. Yeah.
0: Shout it out. Um, okay. So he FaceTimes Tony and Tony calls him out on the hat immediately. The, That's something
1: new. He's wearing the, pan- the, the Panama hat. The Panama
0: hat. Yeah. And Tony's like, uh, maybe like pull it down further. Like, yeah. Cover your entire face. Yep. There you go. That looks much better. <laughs> <laughs> but Okay. Gino wants to run the proposal idea by Tony, so Tony's first question is: Any issues? Like, are things going well? Are you having problems? Tell me. Tell me what's going on. And Gino brings up, well, "I was texting my ex," and Tony says, "Well, that's not good. Why would you do that?" And Gino says, "It was a while ago. Hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't. No, no. Long ago." Right. And he says, I texted a photo of Jasmine to my ex. It was it was it wasn't good, but we made up. So the last few days have been good. Um, So I'm going to propose real soon.
1: Yeah. Tony thinks it's a bit rushed. And Tony's not the only one. Even Jasmine thinks it's a bit rushed. Yeah. Because in one of those little interviews she had, she said that she's not sure about Gino proposing this fast.
0: I appreciate that so much. Because I think when people have one great day together, they start fantasizing about everything. Oh, my gosh, this is perfect. I've Mm -hmm. never loved someone so much. It doesn't get better than this. Okay, but remember yesterday when you guys were at each other's throats Mm -hmm. and she was screaming bloody murder? You forgot about that already? You don't think that might not happen again? So people are so quick to, oh, when it's good, it's great, and that's all that matters. And they completely forget about the bad. Oh, yeah. And I loved what Brother Tony said he, when he said, if you can't get along in paradise, mm-hmm. that's as good as it's going to get.
1: Very true. I wrote down, wow, way to go, Tony. What a sentence.
0: It's, it's just so true. I mean, it is very everything's true. great or the best it can yeah. be on vacation, usually. When yeah. you get back to the real world with jobs and outside pressures and stress and appointments, it's not going to be as easy as it was when you were sipping pina coladas mm-hmm. by the pool. So Very if, you're having, true. if you're having trouble, then Gino, it's gonna get worse in Michigan,
1: <laughs> for sure.
0: Okay, that's Gino and Jasmine. Shall we move on to Kim and Soldier Boy?
1: Yep, same thing here. We picked up where we left off.
0: Still on that sex farm,
1: the spicy farm,
0: sex farm. Yeah, <laughs> Soldier Boy is doing his own version of pop-up video. Were you aware of pop? Did you ever watch pop-up video no. on VH1? It'd be like a music video, and then be like, like a bubble would pop up on screen, and it would be yeah. like, "Oh, the rain that's falling in this scene is actually artificial rain. We used five thousand gallons of water to make this." And they're just giving you oh. little facts okay. about the video. So Soulja Boy is kind of doing his own version of that, explaining the song Zara. <laughs> it's like, well, this song's about another woman. Um, that I dated, but wasn't in a relationship with.
1: Well, she dumped him, but he loved her. Yeah. Kim is mad.
0: I just love how she was like, when I bought the EP and I asked who Zara was, you told me it was just a name you picked out for all the women across the world. It's like, first of all, you bought the EP? What's the EP? Extended play. I mean, it's just, uh, she bought the song. She bought the album, or she bought the
1: song. Oh, oh okay. Oh, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> like you, you she, she couldn't even get a free copy.
1: <laughs> Soldier Boy's like, nah, I
0: need those sales.
1: She's just supporting him. I need
0: that Spotify play. Like, come on. When I bought the EP, I asked who Zara was. <laughs> like, she bought all of those Soldier Boy shirts too. Mm-hmm. She's not getting oh, those yeah. for free. She's the only person purchasing those shirts, and she probably she sells. bought a
1: lot of them. She
0: probably sells them out. Yeah, so. Soldier Boy and Kim, they're doing this interview, and this is where we hear Soldier Boy say Zara broke up with him four months ago.
1: But, but he's been talking to Kim for over a year.
0: Now, I'm not great at math, but I can look at a calendar and realize that if they've been talking for a year and Zara broke up with him four months ago, there was some overlap there.
1: 100%. But so this is where i get confused and i kind of can see both sides right usman says we were friends i kept telling you we are not in a relationship we're friends you can come over here and oversee the songs there and everything as friends see if you could be my you are my potential girlfriend yeah. but there is no love there is nothing right but then kim says yes well if he told me i wouldn't be upset i'm upset that he didn't tell me when i asked I get it. We were friends. We were in a relationship. But if he said, hey, I'm dating this girl, Zara, I don't know how it's going, but I still want to be your friend and see how what's going to happen there. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I can see both sides. I can see his side, but I can see her side, too.
0: I think it's really important to highlight that part where Kim said, it's that he didn't tell me. It's Mm -hmm. not the fact that he was seeing another girl. It's that he didn't tell me because I think there's going to be a lot of people who go, remember, she was okay." With Soldier Boy having multiple wives. And I said Remember? it too, yeah. Yeah. Sure. For that to succeed, and I've never watched Sister Wives, but I can only imagine. For that type of setup to succeed, you got to have trust. You got to have communication. If you yeah. don't have those two things, there's no way polygamy, or whatever you want to call it, is going to survive. Mm-hmm. And so... She's saying I, it's not that he was dating someone else. It's that he didn't tell me about it. So how can I trust him? And if I can't trust him, we can't have a relationship.
1: Especially because she asked. Right. She was like, who's Zara? If he said, oh, that's a girl I'm dating or I've been seeing. Right. Yeah. So say, just say it.
0: So it's not even that he withheld information. He lied. He said, oh, it's a name yeah. I'm using for every girl mm-hmm. in the world.
1: So I have to say I'm Team Kim here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But she, she
0: deserves. Yeah, oh yeah, truth, yeah, yeah. The truth. He
1: should have been truthful, especially that's that's okay. I don't get why he didn't tell her because this whole time he was telling her we're not in love, we're not in a relationship. We are. Fr-. He wasn't catfishing but, her, telling her. Oh yeah, like you're my girlfriend, or like we can date once we see each other. No, he but, kept. Okay. No. Go uh, ahead. You go. I was just gonna say everything was potential or possible, yes, and that's
0: it. And that's it. Think about what that word means, potential.
1: Potential it's, means it could be, but it doesn't have to be. It's
0: giving hope. It's giving false hope, but it's giving hope because he wants her to keep sending laptops and PS5s, and as soon as he says,
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh, I'm dating someone else, that's going to stop.
1: But I, I almost feel like it wouldn't.
0: Of course it would. Right now, he's dangling the word potential in front of her, mm-hmm. so she wants to do everything she can do. So it goes from potential to actual.
1: I almost, so the way I use the word potentially, and I do use it, not a lot, but what when I use, use it. using
0: big words.
1: When I use potentially, I literally mean no, but I don't want to say it. The That's setting it, doesn't You're saying work. like,
0: no, you're using it like, oh, you want to go to the baseball game next weekend? You'd be like, potentially, but yeah. you mean no. Yeah. No, he's, I would not want to go. And maybe he means no, you'll never be my girlfriend, but I think-
1: Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. I think
0: maybe there's a slight chance. There's a slight possibility. There might be an opening for her. A
1: a little opening if he needs some new electronics. Right,
0: but he's leading her on so that she continues to. The minute he says, I'm seeing another girl, it's going to stop.
1: So this is potentially for me, and I might be wrong, I usually mean no when I want to say yes, but I'm not sure I say possibly.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Possibly is different than potentially, kind of, in a way, the way you use it. it, Well,
1: yes, of course, the way you use it. But I feel like when someone says potentially, it's like a polite way of saying like, "Eh, probably not, but like, let's see.
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) speaking of words and choices of words, when Kim gets upset and she's like, I came came down here to watch you shoot a video about another bitch. That's so crazy, yo. Mom, like you're 50 years old. Why are we talking like this?
1: She's like 15 going on 50. She's
0: like, get the fuck out of here, yo. (laughs) Why are you adding yo to everything?
1: I don't even say yo.
0: Yo, I say yo as a greeting. If I see a friend, maybe I'm like, yo. I say,
1: say, what's up, dude?
0: Yeah, that's fine too. (laughs) What's up, dude, yo? But, like, to add just, yo, that's so crazy, yo. And I've never heard her talk like that until now. Like, that's when she gets mad.
1: I don't know where she picked it up.
0: No, I've, I've never heard anyone speak like that on 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> like imagine
1: your mom. It's like, yo, what you doing?
0: I mean, my mom might say, my mom might throw out a yo, John.
1: Like no, she's fun. Not my, like my, that.
0: She, my mom wouldn't say, like.
1: Not serious. He mom, was being serious. She was being would, serious. Yeah,
0: my mom would be like, oh. Last night, your dad oh, he was being so crazy, yo. Like she would no, she would not say no, that. No, she might be like, Yo, John, how's it going? Yeah, but the
1: different. Right. That's this different. Is,
0: I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. Meanwhile, this Oh whole, I know, I know. This whole time Soldier Boy's still wearing his spice crown. Like <laughs> Kim's <laughs> torn her things off, spit on it, stomped on it, she's over it. Soldier Boy's <laughs> was still wearing it.
1: I mean, I would be too. It was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Okay. So now it's nighttime. They're back at the resort and soldier boy and slam t are knocking on kim's door they look like a couple amazon delivery guys
1: well he's coming in to return the macbook yeah what is the ps5 no
0: there was two boxes Oh, really? Yeah, yeah yeah there was two boxes i think kim only wanted the macbook she took that back
1: oh she did
0: yeah she took the computer back
1: oh i thought she returned it she said i don't have space maybe it was for the ps5
0: Oh, yeah. Well was she gonna do. She could have given it to her son. Yeah, I'll I'm guess. saying you don't
1: have a you don't have a space for a MacBook, dude. You can even carry it in your hands.
0: No, she took the she took the laptop. Okay. And she left. I'm pretty sure she left the PS5. Yeah. But things were so tense in that interaction. Kim's just storming around the hotel room, throwing things into suitcases. Soldier boy is kind of a little confused, doesn't understand how it got to that point. And boy so leaves the room after he delivers the packages. She's in tears and she's like, it's just best to end it. Like, I love him, but it's just best to end it.
1: And she also says that she's mad that he doesn't understand what she's saying, which is so true.
0: Yeah, it's not hard to like understand. He doesn't
1: understand why she's upset.
0: He keeps saying, oh, but we weren't in a relationship Blah, blah, blah. That's not what she's mad about. Exactly. She's mad about the lies. Yeah. The the lack of communication. Yeah. I just think about the the random goodwill in Michigan that is gonna have a full rack of Soldier Boy t shirts <laughs> in about two weeks. You mean
1: in San Diego, right?
0: In San Diego. Everyone mm-hmm. else is from Michigan. But, <laughs> yeah, some will make their way to Michigan, I'm sure. But yeah, they're gonna have a sale on Soldier Boy t shirts. Okay. Should we talk about my favorite couple oh, right yeah, now? And my
1: favorite couple, <laughs> ben, ben and Mahogany. Mahogany, in
0: harmony. That's what it sounds like when we Look karaoke, at that. folks. Okay. <laughs> Ben's been in Peru for three days, mm-hmm. and he's finally living his best life, getting some lapsing at the pool, drinking coffee. I mean, this is vacation, Ben.
1: However, he's losing trust in Mahogany because. Things aren't the way he pictured them. No. Which, Ben, you should always picture the worst.
0: I mean, it looked exactly like it looked on the Airbnb listing. Those (laughs) pictures, they look the same. So I don't know, Ben, what you were expecting. They look pretty true to the listing.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, Ben's calling his friend. Because he kind of wants to vent a little bit. So he's like telling him about her house, which wasn't hers.
0: Well, he says she's real. She's sweet. Like, <laughs> er, wait, wait, wait. We still think she's real. Like, she's a real human. Yes, she is not some bot. I don't know if she's real. I don't know if she's being real. Yeah, Ben. But yeah, he was like, she's real. She's sweet. Last night I went to her house and things got weird.
1: But he said, um, "I know it wasn't hers."
0: I know. I I'm so impressed that Ben was mm-hmm. aware enough.
1: I wonder what gave it away. Was it the tourist pamphlet that he mentioned? To, I think
0: it had to be the pamphlet. I think it was
1: the surfboard.
0: The, the bunk beds.
1: Yeah. The games. Yeah.
0: There was nothing there that looked like a 22 year old an apartment she can't afford. Like, everything. The cue cards that her parents were reading off of. Everything. <laughs> everything was a little amiss. But he tells Jason everything. Even about the age bombshell.
1: Twenty-two,
0: And he knows things aren't adding up, but he's going to meet her anyway because he wants wants to investigate some more. (laughs) And we learn after Ben ran for his life, Mahogany reached out to him. She felt bad and said, let's meet up. My friends are in town.
1: And this segment was so cringy. It was so cringy. Him meeting Mahogany's friends.
0: Yeah, they're okay. They're standing outside, and Ben is trying out any Spanish he can speak with Mahogany. Mind you, she speaks perfect English.
1: Like her English is actually, if you guys listen to her words, I'm pretty sure that she can speak fluently. She's
0: actively trying to speak poor English. And then randomly mixing mm-hmm. in Spanish words when she doesn't need to because she's pretending like, Oh, I don't know how to say this in English, so I'll say it in Spanish. It's like, huh? And Ben's just trying to speak Spanish, but it's like, dude, you need to have a real conversation with this woman right mm-hmm. now. You should be speaking the only language you know mm-hmm. how, not trying to flex on your third grade Spanish. I
1: mean, it's good he's trying, yeah, I appreciate that actually.
0: But-, but this is not the time to try and practice. This is the time to ask the time to ask the hard questions. True. And ask him in English.
1: Like, I don't, I don't understand this whole spiel with her not speaking English while she speaks English.
0: Right. I'm, I'm telling you these plot points of like an Airbnb or the Spanish speak, it doesn't make sense. If she could speak fluent Spanish or fluent English and said, yeah, I grew up speaking Spanish, but for the last several years I've been learning English and now I'm really good at English. The story doesn't change. Yeah. So just speak English.
1: Unless she is really good at accents and she learned a couple of sentences.
0: In which language? In English? Yeah. Uh, she speaks a lot more than a couple of sentences. I
1: know, right?
0: She and speaks she, almost more than every other sentence in English.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, the, she, she sometimes uh, acts like she doesn't understand but I feel like she understands. <laughs> totally. Right?
0: Well, Ben's like, he whips out a new translator app. He's like, oh, I got this new translator app. It's really fast. It works really quickly. You don't need it. Mm-hmm. Just tell her to speak English.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand this whole thing.
0: So her friends roll in, Elizabeth and Angie. And it looked like Mahogany was trying to remember her friend's stage names as she introduced Ben. She's like, this is... Elizabeth and this is Angie. Is that? Did we <laughs> go with Angie? Okay, yeah. It was completely, completely. It seemed fake to me. But Ben's like, anyone hungry? And of course, these children are like, ice cream, ice cream. We want ice cream. Well,
1: first he was like, anyone, hombre. and I almost felt so we saw the subtitles like anyone man and I was like oh my god is he asking if they have a man like is he being this creepy
0: he's trying to get into like a polygamy situation and
1: Mahagon is like looking at him like what and he's like hungry and she's like oh and it was close to hombre I don't remember the word but oh my god I literally thought that he's being (laughs) a a real big creep which is kind of creepy but yeah but I was like, oh, my gosh, no, Ben, don't go with that.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well, I guess the candy shop was closed, so they go and they get ice cream. Mm-hmm. And Mahogany's friends, of course, surprised by Ben's age. Mm-hmm. He's almost as old as their parents.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Ben asks a question. Can you tell me something about Mahogany that you love about her? <laughs>
1: I oh what are these questions? I almost feel like he just started watching all teen movies he could possibly find.
0: But why would you ask her friends? Tell me something you love about her. I would. Ne- he's weird. I, if I when I met your friends, I was never like, tell me something you love about Teresa.
1: No, they told you themselves. Like uh, when I ate carp eyes.
0: Yeah, I might be like, oh, what's the craziest thing you guys have ever done, or something like. Mm-hmm. It was it was such a weird question
1: because. He is, like, I'm telling you, this whole segment, I was just like, ah, oh, this is uncomfortable. Like, imagine this old dude with these 20-something-year-olds. Yeah. Right? So it's almost like, oh, my gosh, Dad, stop it. What do you got go back home?
0: <laughs> I was like, oh, tell me your favorite body part on mahogany. Like, what do you guys, <laughs> is it, what is, is it, is it her butt for you guys? Because it is for me. It was just such a weird question, but it teed it up. I think that's why he asked or whatever. It tees up one of the friend's. To say, well, since I met her, she's always been responsible and you can always trust on her. You can always trust her and count on her. Huh? To what? Get herself into some crazy Mm -hmm. drama? She doesn't seem trustworthy at all.
1: I mean, maybe she's to them, but.
0: Yeah. So then Ben says, tell me something I should know about Mahogany as her new boyfriend.
1: Oh, like, ah, I was, ah, we watched this on my iPad. I was like yelling at the iPad. I was like, ew, 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 ew.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The friend goes, honestly, I didn't think you were her boyfriend. She just said she had a friend visiting from abroad. Nice. Yeah, I mean, good for Mahogany for kind of being honest Mm -hmm. with that, I guess, because, she didn't say, oh, yeah, he's my boyfriend. T- pretend like he's my boyfriend. Blah, blah. Like, like,
1: how old is Ben asking, like, oh, like I'm I'm the boyfriend. What?
2: Yeah. And
1: then he's like, wait a minute. Am I not your boyfriend? Yeah, am I like, your boyfriend? Am, or- I, am I just your friend? Who are you? Like, why are you still in high school?
0: But props to Mahogany because she could have played into whatever Ben wanted, but she goes, no, I think friend. You never asked me to be my boyfriend, we had these chats. She tells the camera, we had these chats about marriage. We talked about it online. We may have talked about kids just to kind of see where each other were at mm-hmm. in on those topics. But a conversation about marriage does not make a engaged couple. Which is true. Right? Like, mm-hmm. So good for her for clarifying that because he was basically just living yeah this like little boy mm-hmm. fantasy of talking to a girl online and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden thinking oh I'm dating this girl we're exclusive just because we exchanged some instant messages mm-hmm.
1: and Mahogany is like uh yeah no because he goes like Mahogany, so am I your boyfriend and she's like um uh, no
0: but why would you <laughs> Why would you want to be her boyfriend at this point? Don't you have a lot of questions, Ben? Mm-hmm. Don't you want to at least know who the owners of that Airbnb are before you get into a relationship with
1: this woman? don't forget God, this is True. God's plan. God's plan. Right? True. So he's just playing along.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. But for him to be pushing this boyfriend narrative, I'm like, dude, pump the brakes. Don't you have questions? Oh, my gosh. Don't you have questions about her? Mm-hmm. That you want to get answered before you get into a serious relationship.
1: So instead of asking all the right questions, he plans a trip.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. He's, He's trying to psych himself up for the day. He's reading through old texts where Mahogany said she loves him. And he goes, my brain's telling me to throw in the towel, but my heart is telling me to use everything I have left to make this work.
1: He's like, I'm reading these texts to remind myself that I'm not crazy. Yeah, uh, You are crazy, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are crazy.
0: And yeah, so he plans this trip to kind of go all in and give it one last shot. So they get in the car and this scene, guys, you saw the meme we made of it. This scene is a father teaching his daughter how to drive. <laughs> it was so strange to it just for me it put their ages into perspective
1: mm-hmm, for sure
0: like you see him at a dinner or whatever maybe she's a little more dressed up they almost seem like it's reasonable that they're dating you yeah. see him in the you see him in the car with her hands at 10 and 2 and him like gripping the side <laughs> of the door in fear and you're like oh my god this is a father-daughter situation mm-hmm. where are they heading to the father-daughter dance
1: well i think that would be much better because that would have been a way shorter drive. <sighs> this is three and a half hours.
0: <laughs> three and a half words being spoken the entire time.
1: Yeah. and So Ben is like trying to make some small talks about stop signs.
0: Well, yeah, wait, 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 wait. There's no stop signs in Sandbar? <laughs> ev- no, how does that work? And is like, well, everyone just has to know to be careful, which to me is the perfect metaphor for this relationship. There Mm -hmm. aren't any stop signs. There's Mm -hmm. no one going to tell you to stop Ben. You just have to know to be careful.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, he doesn't. Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) But they kind of like, Mahogany thinks that the connection they had on chat was different, which obviously must be different. Like it's different being in person and chatting it online, right? Yeah. But it was so awkward. They're very quiet in the car and whatever ben asked she probably didn't understand or she played dumb oh, like, yeah. oh, like, i don't know what you're saying right until mahogany breaks the silence with a jesus question oh boy and ben loved it he has all the answers it was something about jesus being in the garden waiting was, for something i don't i don't know he was prepared
0: he was prepared to suffer
1: I don't know, but Ben loved it. He's like, yeah, it was a little awkward, but then we started talking about Jesus, and I could see the connection going.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you got to bond over something.
1: I mean, I think that's the only thing they have in common it's the ultimate their fate.
0: It's the ultimate bond for them is their fate. Yeah, you got to bond over something. So this, at least they had something to talk about. It made it less awkward for me. I'm sure it was less awkward for them. Mm-hmm. But throwing a Soldier Boy mixtape or something, turn on the radio, at least... Yeah, that would, that would make you listen to a <laughs> podcast. Okay, listen to Married to Reality.
1: That's a great suggestion. Thank Guys, you. <laughs> if you are in a situation when you're in a car with someone and it's awkwardly quiet, just put us on.
0: Just throw on. a podcast. on. Perhaps this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. That's, well, that's our help from us to you.
1: They survived the car ride because they arrived <laughs> through hotel. And it's going to answer one of my questions because I was thinking... Is she going to share a hotel room with him? Like, what's going on?
0: I'm surprised you had that question because I didn't think twice about it. I was like, cool, they're going to share a hotel room.
1: Really? I did think about it because, yeah, like, you didn't see any physical connection between them. So sharing a room is big. No, you're
0: right. If they had gone into a shared room, Mm -hmm. especially with one bed, I maybe have thought there would have been two Mm -hmm. queen beds or two twin beds. If they walked into a room together, I'd be like, oh, shit. But I didn't think about it until this. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a classic 90-day move.
1: And she made sure. She's like, "Uh, those rooms.
0: Yeah. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, again, we've said it before. He said it before. He's not going to have sex till marriage.
1: Yeah, but they could cuddle.
0: They could cuddle. Yeah. But they get separate rooms, and Ben walks her to her room, and he's like, tomorrow? Sand dunes? And... I don't know if you picked up this, but to me, this was overacting by mahogany times 10. Because he goes, tomorrow, sand dunes? And she's like, yes, perfect. It was so over the top. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I would have yelled, cut. Let's take that again.
1: (laughs) Well, also, I don't know how to describe this, but let's say she is learning English or she's getting there. she watches TV. She watches shows. She's trying. She's Too trying hard. to sound good. I am trying to sound good. Can't you tell?
0: Yeah, but you sound Can't good. can <laughs> you tell? <laughs> you speak naturally and sometimes you get excited and that's good. But this was just like out of nowhere. She's screaming yes at the top of her lungs.
1: I almost feel like if you're in a meeting with someone, let's say your boss and... Your boss throws an idea and you just have to show how excited you are. You're just like, oh my gosh, it's fabulous. I love it. Yeah,
0: I guess. I mean, I hear what you're saying. It just struck me as so off.
1: I mean, I kind of picked up on it, but at the same time, I almost saw it as like, she's trying.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: But yeah, it's a, it's a good thought.
0: Okay, next day. Get ready for some Nicole and Asin flashbacks. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I saw those dunes, I was like, here we go. Almost there, Lazy. Nicole
1: wishes they were on the buggy. That's true. Instead <laughs> of a cabal. She's p- probably watching this like, God damn it, <laughs>
0: Crawling up a sand dune in jeans and like winter <laughs> boots. <laughs> so good.
1: And Azan goes like, come on, Lazy.
0: Almost there, Lazy. <laughs> Okay, so, ben, so and, ben and Mahogany meet up. They have this big adventure plan. Dune buggies in the desert it topped off awesome. with a romantic dinner. It, this relationship is doomed. That's going to be my pun for this episode. <laughs> this relationship is absolutely doomed. But I mean, it, it I awesome. want
1: to go to Peru. It's definitely on the list.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but adding the dunes, I had no idea about the dunes.
0: It looks so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And just having that vast open desert Mm -hmm. to just cruise around in that buggy Mm -hmm. would be so cool if that guy would get out of the driver's seat and let ben take the wheel
1: yeah i don't think ben wants to because as you said it's god's plan
0: well he was probably his hands were full probably rubbing her lower back the entire dune ride because we saw the way he caressed her yeah at dinner they get to this area where ben has dinner set up and he cannot stop Mm -hmm. rubbing her lower back
1: yeah, ew. it's it's just uncomfortable because you know that she does not want to go there.
0: But she has to play along. She has yeah. to, especially she's in the middle of nowhere.
1: I mean, the dinner looks awesome.
0: Dinner looks great.
1: I was like, a wow, romantic setting,
0: a beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's the most romantic father-daughter dinner <laughs> I've ever
1: witnessed.
2: <laughs> uh, but
0: stop rubbing her back, like yeah, she she should have said, oh please, like I'm not comfortable or something, but. I wasn't comfortable. Maybe she was. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But then you want to talk about Ben's terrible questions? Let's talk about Mahogany's terrible questions because, oh, my God, this was like a high school project where you have to interview your parent. Mm -hmm. Right? What were – Ben, what were you like when you were my age? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? That's how you're going to start this romantic dinner date with a question like that? What did you listen to when you were... What was your favorite CD? Tell me me what it was like back in the (laughs) 60s, dad. That's... When I heard that question, my jaw just about broke (laughs) on the floor.
1: Yeah, but Ben gives the answer. He was finishing college. He always wanted to be a dad and a husband. Which she, he ended up being. He became it's, a pastor. He wants to be a
0: dad and a husband to Mahogany. <laughs> this is his dream right here. Two, two roles, one girl.
1: hmm Ew.
0: Don't watch that movie, folks.
1: <laughs> well, but his marriage wasn't ideal. So, yeah. And Mahogany was like, well, so how is your relationship with your ex? And it's no bueno. Yeah. Because she hasn't forgiven him. Mm. I think because... And he said it. He left her and the kids because he realized that they're in a cult. Yeah. And he's not in love with her. Right. This was a setup. He wants to be a model and get some young girls. (laughs) So he's like, goodbye. And his ex is still mad at him.
0: But they still co-parent. Well, yeah. Right? Like, it's not the worst relationship. And then he goes on and he talks about dating a 27-year-old because Mahogany said, oh, you ever date a 20-something-year-old? And he's like, yeah, I dated a 27-year-old for three years. That didn't work out because she didn't accept his kids. And Mahogany's all skeptical of this, but I don't see how that's really on Ben that the Mm ex-girlfriend wasn't into the kids. At least Ben was aware enough to be like, listen, this isn't going to work if you don't accept the kids.
1: Well, Mahogany kind of turns this against him saying that it feels like Ben blames the women for all these oh, failures.
0: Maybe I missed that. I, I can
1: see that. Mm, so she's I like, that. so Benjamin is perfect. Mm-hmm. But Ben doesn't like it. He's like, uh, I don't like that. I don't need to defend my past. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's like, it's in the past. I'm trying to move forward with you. I don't need to defend what happened,
0: which is true. No. And this is, uh, this is a little classic turning the tables for me, when one person is lying, and I assume Mahogany is lying about something here. We know she lied about her age. Mm-hmm. What else? And she's trying to turn it on Ben and be like, mm-hmm. oh no, now you're no, you're lying. I'm not lying, you're lying. And you're projecting. So maybe they're I don't
1: know that Ben's lying. I think they both about. question each other.
0: Yeah. I don't know that Ben's lying. I don't think he's
1: lying, but I almost feel like if they were talking for three months, chatting out about marriage and kids. You should have probably also mentioned this.
0: I guess.
1: Right? I feel like it's easier. Like you start, let's say, dating someone. Not that you have to dig through your past. But if so, that's something that should be put on the table before you start planning children.
0: Do we think Mahogany didn't know about his ex-wife and kids?
1: Uh, no, I know I'm sure she knows. But I don't think maybe she didn't know the status of the relationship mm. or... Yeah, she clearly didn't know about a 27-year-old who he wanted to propose to, but she didn't like the kids.
0: Right, right. I just found it ironic when she tells the camera, I can't imagine a pastor not taking responsibility for his mistakes. It's very immature. She's calling Ben immature. (laughs) This whole
1: thing is just great.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's take a quick break.
1: I was just going to say... She was basically saying, mm, some things don't add up. That's what I'm that's saying. That's great that it's coming from her because Ben is probably like, mm, some things don't add
0: up. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think she's projecting. She knows sh- her story doesn't make total sense. And she's trying to say, Ben, your story doesn't make total sense. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But all right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, pfft, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be back in a second. And we're back. With Mike and Hamena,
1: I like how you did the fake farts. I was trying to do a fake burp, but I was afraid that it wouldn't be fake. <laughs> it
0: would turn into a real. I don't think you can fake burp.
1: I don't think so either. I barely ever burp, so.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can. I think it would no. just end up being. You can
1: just be like. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Mike and Hamena are in bed. We're picking up where we left off. Mike just asked Hamena. If she loves him, she says no. And she's, I think, our first 90-dayer to be able to differentiate between love and in love.
1: Yes, but she keeps going back and forth whether she loves or doesn't love Mike. Right now, she's saying, I don't love him. I'm not in love with him. She's in a little bit. She's going to say, I love him, but I'm not in love with him.
0: Right. She says love is a big word. True. And we haven't spent enough time together. Or lived together long enough. Also true. To feel that word. And Mike, uh, he calls her out a little bit. He says, you always told me you loved me. When you'd ask for a new car, you told me you loved me. When (laughs) you wanted that new big screen TV, you told me you loved me. What was that? Mike's like, you changed a lot since the last time we saw each other. Used to be love. Now it's not.
1: Well, she changed because she has doubts about the whole relationship.
0: Yeah, she has doubts. She's not vocalizing what those doubts are, per se.
1: And I'm glad you say vocalizing because that's what Mike wants. He wants to work on their communication because he thinks that might fix things, which communication is very important.
0: It's the ultimate.
1: They cannot communicate. Let's just begin with that. Yeah. Right? With the app. I mean, it's hit or miss. (laughs) But, yeah, he thinks that might fix it. I don't think so because I think their issues are, I was going to say way deeper, but no, they're actually very surface level. Yeah. Her issues are that he farts and that he burps. Are they, though? But that's what she says. I
0: know, because that's an easy out. If he kept his butt cheeks closed and the gas to himself would she be running to the dress shop to get her wedding dress
1: i don't know but i'll tell you what i if i was a girl styled by you on our second or third date i would not go out with you again okay we could have a great conversation and i could possibly think maybe we can be friends one day yeah. but if you did something that literally makes me uncomfortable and grosses me out, I wouldn't pursue the relationship.
0: I hear you. To play a little devil's advocate, they addressed those issues the first time they hung out. He went home, and that's when she started falling out of love with him. When he was on the other side of the world, maybe passing gas, maybe not, she didn't know. But when he comes back, she has these issues.
1: Yes, but I'm sure that... When we saw him farting on camera, I don't think that was the first and last time he squeaked one,
0: no, but I'm saying so. he was home in New York, and she was falling out of love with him, yes, because what, think I think Skypes? you think
1: you're thinking about all that. And then when you Skype and you see his face, you could also hear and smell what oh. you experience. like I'm telling you you yeah. to, you create these associations,
0: oh, I know Pavlov,
1: yes, exactly. I, I get it. Like I, yeah, if something bothers me about someone, like that's why I've never been in a serious relationship because I never found someone I felt so Well, cool <laughs> in a way. But I, no, not just that, but there was always something that made me uncomfortable, something I didn't like. Sure. Right? So I would not stay in that relationship to see what's going to happen or to see if I can get over it if I don't have to.
0: I, I'm, I'm with you. And I could picture Mike being the type of guy... Who calls Jimena after he uses the bathroom and is like, Jimena, you won't believe it. I had a three flusher this time. You should, you should have seen it. You want me to send you the pic? I took pics. You want me to see? You wouldn't believe the dump Hyman took yesterday, right? And so he's, he's probably well, TMI. Is one way to put it. It's TMI.
1: I yeah. <laughs> Listen, maybe maybe some people could look past these little imperfections, right? I personally, I don't think I could because being uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't think so. But yeah, some people could. But you know what could make it better? A great communication. Mm-hmm. But they don't have that either. So there is literally nothing true. to the relationship, right? She's not attracted to him. She's grossed by him and they cannot communicate. So so what else is there? Right. He's a piggy bank. Uh,
0: exactly. So Mike wants to talk about it. Amanda doesn't. She wants to go to sleep. She wants to take selfies with Juan David and Harold (laughs) Stephen. And she just says, I I need time to think things through. Mm -hmm. So Mike gets sent to his room and the producers go in there and are like, how's it going? What's going on? Mike's not doing well. Yeah, he's
1: confused and he says, well, relationship is two-sided. Yes, it is. So you're getting all these hints from Jimena. Why don't you pack your bags
0: and go home? He says he wants, he doesn't want to be there Mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah. So New Day, Mike is all bummed out. He's questioning everything. He needs some advice. And who do you call (laughs) when you're in a pickle? When you're in a foreign country, you're in a bind. You need someone to help reason with you. Who do you call? A guy with a huge tattoo of lips. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that is the face of a reason, right there. Is listen, his his buddy John?
1: Listen, I wrote down. John makes great points.
0: Yeah. <laughs> terrible judgment. This young man has terrible judgment.
1: Maybe it's like a giant hickey, and he loved it so much that he went to the tattoo salon and. Mm,
0: I like the backstory. I appreciate the Maybe backstory. Maybe
1: f- first time he hooked up with his fiance.
0: Oh. She Never gave out. him
1: this giant hickey, and he was like, you know what? I'm going to marry this girl one day. Let's make it pair demand.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> that was my upstate New York accent.
0: Very good. So <laughs> he calls his buddy John, tells him, you know, Jimena's been asking for some space recently. He's getting kicked out of bed so Juan David and Harold <laughs> Steven can sleep there.
1: And take selfies.
0: Take selfies all night. We don't have one picture together. You know that. You know that, John. Amen and I don't have one picture together. But Amen is up at all hours of the night taking selfies with Juan David and Harold Stephen. I get it. Their names are cool. But I can add a second. I could be. I could be Mike Steven.
1: I'm sure he has a middle name.
0: I could be Mike Steven. I could be. I don't know. Mike Christopher. Mike Rogers. I could be. You know, if, it, if that's what it takes. But okay.
1: Well, John calls BS. Which is very appropriate. Mm -hmm. Because how do you want space if you are in a long distance relationship? Because all you have is space.
0: That's it. That's It. it. That's it. And John makes another good point when he says, who is benefiting from everything you're doing, Mike? Are you? Is your bank account? Is your work benefiting? No. The only person benefiting from what you're doing A.K.A. traveling, sending money, spending money. The only person benefiting is Jimena.
1: Absolutely.
0: And John says, her true colors are coming out. And it doesn't look to me like she wants to be in a relationship. It looks to me like she wants to get out of her current situation.
1: Again, great points.
0: A lot of good points.
1: I think John is the guy you call.
0: Yeah. I mean, anyone could have told Mike this. (laughs) I mean,
1: absolutely. But... Making I think the shit points. on the bottom
0: of Mike's shoe could have told him <laughs> this.
1: <laughs> I forgot about it. He's so unlucky. It's like yeah. The opposite of the shit on your shoe.
0: Yeah, it's bad luck.
1: But John says, dude, pack your bags and leave. Like, that's the best thing you can do. But Mike, he wants to try one more uh, thing. One He's more chance. He's asking John if his fiancé, who speaks Spanish, could translate.
0: Yes, Nelsie.
1: Is this a great idea because she already takes sides?
0: Nelsie does.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think translator, especially for a situation like this, when they disagree over something, should be a, like a Switzerland person.
0: Yeah. This, I don't know if this is the most well thought out idea that I've ever had, but I don't know how I feel about translators getting involved in relationships at any point, whether it's we'll talk about Hamza in Memphis or here with Nelsie, because you need to be able to communicate the two of you.
1: Well, if you don't speak the same language, well, that's the that's but the then, main issue.
0: Then your relationship's not gonna work. You're gonna call Nelsie every time you get into a fight?
1: Why Mike should just look at John and Nelsie, right? John found a cool chick who's beautiful in America, they're engaged. She probably is not with him for money. Mike, you can do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, no, Mike still wants to make this work. He's still hopeful that it can happen.
0: Yeah. Well, John goes, I know you're trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel, but the only light at the end of the tunnel you need to see (laughs) is the plane door at the end of the plane tunnel. It's like, <laughs> what, is, what the fucking metaphor is this? Get that tattooed on your <laughs> neck, John. What a metaphor. <laughs> I was like, oh, I see where he's going with it.
1: I don't think he's ever been on a plane. It's
0: a long walk for a bologna sandwich. Yeah. I mean, that is, there's a light... Sort of. There's light on the jet bridge, but there's also light in the... I mean, the- it's,
1: it's on the on the owl. It's the emergency light that shows you the exit. No,
0: he's talking about from the jet bridge
1: oh. onto the
0: plane. I think that's his idea of a tunnel, oh. is seeing the light. Yeah, John's <laughs> metaphors are too heavy for you. I mean, you have to you.
1: fly at night.
0: No, there's always light. There, there always
1: is? Light. Yeah. I see, I don't pay attention.
0: <laughs> so, New Day. Mike and Jimena are at a restaurant because... Wanted some privacy. So we're going to go to a restaurant that is packed with people to have this conversation. Okay. Mike goes, I want some privacy. So we left the house and we're at this restaurant. I'm going to talk to Jimena about a few things. Like instead of just putting Juan David and Harold Steven in, mm-hmm. in a separate bedroom and having a conversation, you go to a restaurant.
1: Or have one of the 59 people who live in that house. Watch who St- wants to take
0: yeah take them who for a lap. David
1: and Harold Steven. they can lock themselves in the room, take him for a
0: lap around the block, but for some <laughs> reason, they go to a very crowded restaurant. and this is where Mike calls Nelsie. and Jimena is kind of getting a little bashful about it. She doesn't really want to do this,
1: which I understand because she said, I don't want to talk about my problems with Mike's friends, yeah,
0: you're having a serious argument. With what could be your fiancé, you want to have a talk with a complete stranger about this?
1: But that's the thing. You you should use a complete stranger who doesn't take sides. Nelsie is not a complete stranger Good to point. Mike. She's his friend, right? Good point. So she already doesn't like Jimena because she thinks Jimena's using Mike. Yes. So how is this going to work, right? And you can see during this whole interaction that Nelsie does take Mike's side.
0: Oh, completely. Yeah,
1: so they should have used a normal translator who doesn't know them so they can actually communicate.
0: I, yeah, neutral, neutral yeah, yeah, yeah. communicate, for sure. So Jimena starts saying, you know, I've told him I love him, I tell him I love him. For me, that's a big word. If I'm not in love with him, though, then how can I say it?
1: And here, so this is what I said earlier, when they were in the bed, she said, I don't love you and I'm not in love with you. Now she does love him, but she's not in love with him.
0: Yeah. I think she loves him for the materialistic things he provides. The in love that becomes an emotional thing. I don't think love for her is an emotional thing. I think it's a practical thing. Oh, I love what you do for me. Whereas in love is an emotional thing. It's a personal thing. And that she does not feel. Yeah. So, Nelsie's like, well, the thing that bothers me is how things were different before you met him. Once you met him, everything changed. And Jimena's like, have you smelled his farts? (laughs) Have you seen how he acts? When I lay down asleep, he's staring at me like a weird bug. How can I (laughs) sleep while he's staring at me like a weird bug? Bug! I have to literally go into a separate room so I can sleep.
1: Oh, and that's creepy.
0: You, I sometimes do
1: too. <laughs> I stare at you for fun. I get in your face. You don't like that. And you know I'm joking.
0: When I'm sleeping?
1: When you're falling asleep and I get in your face for fun, you're like, ugh.
0: Yeah, I don't like that.
1: Yeah, I don't like that either. But I'm saying, like, I sometimes get so close and I do bug eyes on you. Oh, is
0: that and- what she meant? Oh, like bug eyes? Well,
1: I don't think he does. It. I-, I literally think I'm I think saying she
0: meant like the cockroaches she has in her apartment. Like, that's just a <laughs> bigger cockroach.
1: Just- all I'm saying is, that- <laughs> all I'm saying is that I do it to you for fun as a joke because I know you hate it. Yeah. Right. I'm sure that Mike just stares at her, then- in a creepy way.
0: Communication. Folks, like I would tell you, hey, stop doing that. I'm trying to sleep.
1: (laughs) You always do.
0: (laughs) If Jimena is like, hey, stop doing that. Mike needs to stop doing that. If he's not doing that, then that's ridiculous. But Mike's like, all right, Nelsie, tell me. What did she say? What did she say? Nelsie's like, I don't know if you want to hear this. Like, uh, this is not good for you, Mike. Nelsie says, well, she was saying when she sleeps, she feels like someone's staring at her. And Mike's like, oh, tell her I'm just admiring her. I'm not being a creep.
1: Well, that's kind of creepy, Mike.
0: Yeah, he admits to doing it. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it's a little, maybe one night, the first night you lie together, you want to look at her and tell her, oh, you're so beautiful. Yeah,
1: but I, I, can a picture, nightly thing. I can picture him falling asleep and Mike just being above <laughs> her, just like staring. He's
0: probably just trying to see if she's fallen asleep yet, because as soon as she passes out, <laughs> he's like, I really got to rip one, but
2: uh, she might, if she's awake, she's going to kill me.
0: Does she sleep? <laughs> Okay, that's probably all he's doing. So, Nelsie's like, okay, what do you like about Mike, Jimena? And she goes, well, the time we spent together before was different. But now he likes to burp. He's slobbish. He's piggish. (laughs) So, instead of saying what she likes about Mike, she says things she doesn't like.
1: Because I don't think there is... Anything she likes, besides the fact that he pays for everything.
0: Yeah, and she can't yeah. say that. Nothing well, Nels- not yet. No. So, Nelsie's telling Mike, you know, she's not happy to be near you. Um, personally, I wouldn't be with someone like that.
1: Oh, Nelsie literally said, she's disgusted by you. Ouch, yeah. Nelsie. Did, have you ever heard about sugar coating?
0: Yeah. She's heard about sugar daddies. <laughs> well, Amanda has. Um, then it gets worse. Because Nelsie asks Jimena if she feels bad that she's taken so much money from him. And Jimena goes, no, because I don't work and I have kids.
1: <laughs> but uh huh. tell me if you knew this, because I don't think I did. Apparently she did have a job, but she stopped working when she started dating Mike because he started paying for everything.
0: I didn't know that. Me neither. But come on, Teresa. If Mike would just pay for her breasts... She could work as a model, and then she'd provide for everyone.
1: Yeah, but why would you just stop making money if you did make money before? Why wouldn't you keep making your money and get get like pocket money from Mike, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, she could have she could have had more money.
0: She is doing fine now, as we can all see. She's got a two bedroom place or more, nice TV, kitchen, good setup. Well, if She doesn't have to work for that. Why would she?
1: That's a good point.
0: So. Okay. Nelsie's like, I hope you stop paying for her stuff. She's literally disgusted by you. She's not there for the right reasons. And Mike just says, Okay, I'll probably see when the next flight out is. I'll go I'll go find out about that light at the end of the plane tunnel that
1: mm-hmm. John's talking
0: about. So the call ends. Mike goes, I'm gonna give you the space you want. I just hope we can still talk and be friends.
1: And I was expecting him to be like, okay, you know. Great, thanks for everything. But she goes like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! Are you ending things with me?" Yeah. Because I think she realized that that would mean bye bye apartment, mm-hmm. bye bye TV, bye bye bills being paid, mm-hmm. bye bye everything.
0: Yeah, it's not, is not just she ready for it. Yeah, it's not. It's not bye bye Mike. It's bye bye mm-hmm. money. Yeah.
1: And that's when it ends. So yeah. I think there is more to come. I almost feel like Mike's gonna give her yet. Another chance.
0: Yeah, because we're still missing the scene that's been teased.
1: Yes, the classic Paul move.
0: The entire season, yeah, the, the Paul runaway <laughs> that we've seen be teased mm-hmm. over and over again. We still need that, so.
1: Yeah, I almost saw that, okay, you know, he's going to be in Colombia. his whole time. It's going to be great, but at the end... As he about to propose, she tells him that she is not in love with him because that's the tease. Yeah. She says, "I don't, lo- I, I love you, but I'm not in love with you." And, then and he I waddles off. This yeah. whole time, I thought that's the plot. No, she's been telling him that she doesn't love him, that she's not in love with him, and he won't leave. Yeah, and he won't leave.
0: <laughs> Maybe next episode. We'll see. All right, last couple.
1: Hamza and Memphis.
0: Okay, so they're at the apartment. It's been a few days since that fight. And even though things got better after Memphis explained why she spent the time with her ex, she didn't pass her exam, everything got better. But now things are back to being awkward.
1: And Hamza grew up pair because he's like, you like problems. Mm -hmm. Which is true. She does like problems. It
0: didn't take him long to figure Mm -hmm. out that she likes to fight. She likes to raise her voice. She likes creating problems. And they're going to go see a translator. Because the baby talk just ain't doing it for Hamza anymore. They want to have real conversation. (laughs) They know they need a translator.
1: They're meeting Hamadi, the Um, translator. Hamadi. Hamadi.
0: The translator who is so happy to be there. He's got the (laughs) biggest smile. He can't believe he got the call. He's like, Adam, the translator was booked. Uh huh. Hamadi? Well, that was
1: a different country.
0: I don't know. That's my favorite translator. Adam,
1: yes, we all love Adam, but I'm sure Hamadi was watching this season. He's like, yes, do I have a chance to become the new translator?
0: Hamadi getting called in off the bench. Yeah, so happy. Biggest smile. And the first thing Hamza wants to talk about is Memphis' ex. And what happened during the time she was staying at his house?
1: Yeah, because he doesn't understand the situation. He's an Eastern man. It's not normal.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's his culture that he says is the reason. Mm -hmm. And he's worried maybe we're going to get into a fight in our relationship as all couples do. They get into fights. What if she runs back to her ex Mm -hmm. and spends another night over there?
1: I get his point. But at the same time, we said it before. What Memphis did was responsible because if she was so... Messed up that she couldn't leave the bed. She has kids. Who would take care of the kids? Right. Right. And in the same time, as Memphis always says, they will communicate whether they're going to be friends or hate each other. They will communicate because they do share a kid. Yeah. He's not going anywhere.
0: A bigger red flag would be if Memphis stopped communicating with Mm -hmm. her ex and kept her children away mm-hmm. from their father. The fact that they can co-parent mm-hmm. and they can have somewhat of a civilized relationship, that's a plus. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Sure, you could be scared. Of, oh, especially we live in different countries. Can't really keep tabs mm-hmm. on her. I'm not going to ask for evidence and report every time she <laughs> leaves I mean, the house. I mean, he
1: may after he watches it. He's he like, may. oh, this is, this is how it's done in the Western world.
0: Yeah, but it would it would, to me, be more of a red flag if she couldn't co-parent. So they, Absolutely. they address that and Memphis says, no, I won't go to my exes, period, that's it, end of sentence. And Hobbs is like, well, you guys are still talking. And this is where Memphis is like, yeah, we, we're we co-parenting our children. Well, what do you expect? And she raises her voice and she gets passionate about it as I can imagine I would if mm-hmm. this was a reoccurring conversation. And I make a great point of, hey, I talk to my." Children's father, because we co-parent. You mm-hmm. can't understand that. And Hans is like, stop yelling. I don't like the yelling. And Memphis says, I know I get heated. I know I yell. I need to work on that. And she says, I have a lot riding on you coming to America. I'm doing a lot for us to be together. I'm going against friends and family who don't believe in you or think you're a good person. But I'm marrying you because I love you and you love me.
1: She should have Worded it differently (laughs) Like why Like No one has a reason To believe that He is not a good person Could they believe That he Is using her Yeah Yes
0: Well I guess you're not A good person If you're using someone
1: Yeah but To say Oh my friends don't think You're a good person No Like you need to Explain yourself why? Why right. do they think that? They don't know him.
0: Especially now that you have a translator. Now is the mm-hmm. time to actually say everything you've ever wanted mm-hmm. to say.
1: But she still talks very slowly. Very like she's talking to a child. Dude, do you have a translator? Yeah,
0: some people, that's their cadence. Not everyone speaks Ugh. fast. I know, Ugh. I can't. I, 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 there's only 24 hours in a day you got to sp- Pick it up a little bit. Exactly.
1: I wish I could slow down when I speak. And I... You should try. No, I've been (laughs) trying. It's a
0: four-hour podcast.
1: I've been trying for the podcast. Mm. I was just going to say, I think I do speak slower when we podcast because I think it's easier to articulate. For sure. Right? But I have my moments when I'm just like talking like very fast because I'm going to get my thought out, right? Oh, wow. But no one wants to listen to that.
0: (laughs) Depends what you're saying. So... Mavis is like, listen, I'm marrying you because I love you. You love me, and she starts crying. And the translator is like, look at her, look, at, <laughs> look at those tears. <laughs> Could have explained it any better than that. <laughs> He's like, I'm still getting paid though, right? Even though I don't have to translate. Do you want me to translate these tears? I don't really know how to do that, but look at it. So, it worked. So good in it worked. Yeah, Hamza gets up, kisses her, comforts her. It was really nice. He's like, you're, you're a part of me. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, the tears worked.
1: That sealed the deal for Hamza.
0: Sealed the deal. Things seem to be better. Everyone is happy. So we have this next day. They're heading to some ruins, a romantic place, a historical place.
1: Hamam Zriba.
0: Yes. (laughs) Something (laughs) like that. (laughs) And Hamza's got a little surprise up his Mm -hmm. sleeve.
1: Because after the translator... He feels better about the relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, all these people have one good day.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then I was just they're, going to just gonna say that. They're
0: ready to lock it down for the rest of their life.
1: I was just going to say that.
0: Yeah. Let me just say before we move on, this place looked wild. Beautiful. So it was a city built into the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's ancient city built into the mountains.
1: And wild. Mm. Animals. Uh-huh.
0: All the animals, chickens, goats, stray dogs. Wild, I think.
1: no, no, no penitent.
0: Wild,
1: Yeah, like wild. Like wild animals.
0: Yeah, I didn't say feral. This place was feral. <laughs> we should start using that instead of wild. Like what's wilder than wild? Feral. <laughs> Yo, that party was feral last night.
1: Right? Actually, like I say wild a lot, even like at work. Yeah. And like some people like it. And some people, I hear people using it too. I don't know if they would like if I said feral. All
2: right.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like read the definition of feral.
0: Oh. Um
1: because I know you're looking it up.
0: Feral dog. I can get a definition of a feral dog. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> a dog that has not had any interaction with humans for the majority of its life. That's sad. Especially <laughs> during the critical puppy development phases. Um, that's
1: really sad. That's very sad. Just Google feral definition. No, feral meaning.
0: Define feral. In a wild state, especially after escape from captivity or domestication. Yeah, it still works. <laughs> still works. I'm using it. I'm starting it here. Feral.
1: I'll start it Will with Will Ferrell. Mm. He's is wild. Is this how you spell it?
0: No, nah, it's different spelling, but he's wild.
1: He sure is. Yeah, okay. Guys, our podcast is feral. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So they're, they're at these ruins Hamza kind of scatters off. He's like, hold on, baby. Wait here. Don't let any feral dogs attack. But I got to go do something. He returns looking like a waiter at a seaside restaurant. Dressed he in,
1: cleaned up nice, I guess.
0: Dressed in all white.
1: I guess that's what was in the plastic bag that he was <laughs> getting. <laughs> like, like, bring a backpack, dude.
0: Yeah, bring a backpack, bring like a suit hanger. Uh-huh. But yeah. Dressed up all whites to continue their hike. And they get to the top of this mountain. Hamza starts talking. He apologizes for making Memphis sad. He says, I'm happy now. And he gets down on one knee. And we know what happens when you get down on one knee.
1: You are not tying your shoe. You
0: are if you're Jim at the office. (laughs)
1: That's very true. But
0: he gets down on one knee and he does what Memphis has been waiting for. Baby, you are my happiness. You want marry me? And Memphis <laughs> goes, Do I? I don't know. Do I? Do you trust me about everything? And Hamza says, Yes. And Memphis and goes, so, Okay. Yeah,
1: Memphis says yes. And Hamza whips out the ring. And Memphis is like, ooh, it's blinking. I will marry you. <laughs> yeah. All right, girlfriend.
0: A plus for The proposal, Hamza, F-minus for decision-making. Like, wait at least two days after your big fight to -hmm. propose. You're doing it like a day after.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if they were smart, and I'm talking about Memphis, this trip just should have been about getting to know each other, maybe getting engaged, right? Possibly at the end, the last day. But getting married, too? Mm. I'm curious to see if they will.
0: I mean, we're on track for the three weeks, mm-hmm. right? I think we're, oh, yeah. we're on track. Oh, yeah. So we'll we'll see. That's the end of the episode. We mm-hmm. had no Ella and well, John. Did you
1: see the awkward hug? Oh, like no. once they like she said yes, yes, yes. It's blinking. They hugged, but so awkwardly. I didn't see that. it. he was just like. Like they kind of like Petted each other's oh, backs And I was like awkward. Wait a minute This is not how you Hug your loved ones Have
0: we really seen them Get that intimate? No like We've heard them talk about The bad yeah. sex But we've never like seen I,
1: I get it It's the culture They don't They can only really show affection right? right But they're on the top Of the mountain right. surrounded by feral animals yeah. Right They can hug it out Not even make out They can give each other A nice hug Sure And it was so awkward oh,
0: I kind of missed it I think Anyway it was just like. <laughs> Speaking of Sex Ella and Johnny. Apparently, oh my god, the preview for next week. Apparently, Ella was just too horned She's up, like, she could not so, wait.
1: So, um, I was a little lonely, and so I invited a friend over, and, and we 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 cuddled a little and we had sex. No, what getting. kind of a friend is that, Ella? <laughs> it's
0: more than a friend.
1: <laughs> well, we'll see it next time. We'll
0: see. We gotta wait for that, but until then. That was an episode. What an episode.
1: Classic, classic, awesome episode.
0: Hope you guys enjoyed watching and listening and all that. Make sure you guys are following the podcast on Instagram at MarriedToRealityPod. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Look down and smash that follow button. Guys,
1: smash it like it's as hot as this episode. because It was hot.
0: So hot. Also, thank you guys again for the reviews. Thank you so much. Fangirl, fangirl, forty-seven. What a beautiful, beautiful review. Thank you, thank you. If you guys have not left one, be like fangirl forty-seven.
1: Fangirl, fangirl, or
0: be like fanboy or fan they. Be what if you be the fan you want to be. <laughs> leave a review if you can. Well thank said. you, thank you. All right, I have said it all. Have you said it? all? I've said it all. All right, that means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.